Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode and good morning. Alright guys, so some updates here. The um, solar powered water pump still working awesome guys. Um, every morning it is completely full. My water tank on the hill feeding my home. Um, so yeah, we've had no problems with that. Um, as far as the bulldozing. Okay, so we've had some issues but we've also had some um, successes. So um, I started bulldozing. I did a, uh, the first part was carving into a bank uh, to make a um, a uh, kind of yeah driveway. Um, that way we could kind of get around this um, mountain. I guess you could call it. The property is really big. Remember that, guys? Really, really big. Um, so for the last um, maybe whew, five days at least, four or five days, maybe somewhere around there. Um, I've been bulldozing pretty much every day with the exception of breakdowns so um, the first breakdown we had was uh, the the throttle body for the bulldozer kept sucking in air and it had a small leak right where the sh it's, it's all uh, you know um, mechanical right it's a mechanical lever and so there's a shaft that sticks out of the throttle body and um, there's a plate that goes over it that's got a um, outer seal and inner seal uh, So I went ahead and um, took it apart because it was leaking diesel and anytime we go on to an incline um, It would actually just kill the bulldozer like kill it just completely just kill it <laughs> Like no not running at all uh, So we had to keep priming it priming it priming it kind of getting it to the location it was um, but it wasn't cutting it. So what we ended up having to do, or I had to do, was I took it apart. I MacGyvered some things together to um, fix that uh, fuel leak and also stop it from sucking um, air in. Uh, so I used a couple of O-rings, different size O-rings, stacked on each other. And it's been working awesome, guys. I, we haven't had a problem with it since. So as far as the fuel issue and the um, air getting into the system, um, that has been... Um, liquidated and done um so we have no issue with that cross our fingers <laughs> um but then so bulldozers and any track machine has a tensioner or a slider that tens tensions up the the tracks on the machine and on one side where you would normally put your um your grease in so in order to to relieve that pressure there's a little valve you open it up and basically what it does is it bleed you can push out all the grease that you put in it that way you can get the track loosed in order to put a track back on right well when that mechanism is not working properly and um, not keeping tension so when you pump it full of grease it'll push the ram out and keep it tight against the tracks that way the tracks stay um, tight or at least as tight as you want it to be Okay, well on the left side of the bulldozer we've have we've always had an issue with it and that ram needs to be repacked but it's a big job um, to take it all apart and it's it's a big job especially when you're working on a bulldozer it's not fun it can be a headache you know what I'm saying so yeah um, that side is an issue so what we did was we took a concrete stake for like when you're forming up concrete slabs and stuff like that I took a concrete stake and what we ended up doing was I ended up using the bucket of the uh, the bulldozer to basically lift up the front part of the track to take off weight. Um, then we put a chain and a come along 
hooked onto the bucket because the bucket can tilt. It can it can go up and down, but it can also tilt left to right. Okay, like if you're cutting into a hill, you'll tilt left or you'll tilt right depending on which way you want to cut in and which side do you want to push the material to. So I, I use the bucket to lift up the machine to take the weight off majority of the track, put chains and come-alongs onto the slider hooked onto the bucket, and we use the power of the bulldozer to oscillate the, the cutting blade in the front in such a way where it'll, it'll create tension and pull on that chain and um, come along um, really tight where it'll actually pull the slider forward and make the track tighter. Um, so we was able to do that. We had to do that actually a couple times. Um, so we ended up tightening it up and then I ended up welding a um, concrete metal stake um, where the slider is to prevent it from sliding backwards. Because anytime it slides back, that track is really loose and we take the, the chances of it popping off. And trying to put a bulldozer track back on, guys, is, is not easy. The track is extremely heavy. I mean, you need a big machine in order just to help push it back on and even pull it, you know. So it's extremely heavy. That's nothing you can do by hand. By, by far, nothing you can do by hand. It has to, you have to have other machines. So we don't want the track to pop off. So I welded this um, steel bar um, right where the slider is to prevent the slider from sliding back on us. Now, it's kind of like a catch-22 because I could weld the hell out of it and it, it'll never slide back, right? But the problem is that if we ever have to deal with it as far as, um, you know, let's say a track breaks and we have to replace the track, well, it's going to be really hard to grind because of the location of where that bar has to go in order, in order to stop the track from sliding back is in a very tight, awkward area. And so if I was to weld that bar all the way around and really lock it in, sure, we would keep the track tight and good good to go. Um, but if it breaks, we cannot just slide the, tr the, the slider back anymore. And if we decide to fix that, that hydraulic, the, not hydraulic, but the um, grease ram that's in there, eventually, which we do plan on fixing, it's going to be extremely hard for me to cut all that weld out if I weld it because the grinder can't fit into certain positions because I'm stick welding the stick is really long so I can fit into positions where the a grinder would not be able to fit right so what I ended up doing was um, welding only the top edge of the concrete stake bar not underneath it just on the top and what I did the first time I welded it, I did a couple spot welds. Well, not spot welds, but I did like a half, uh, probably about a one inch weld, one inch weld, one inch weld. I spaced them out all the way down the bar. And it was working great until I did a really big push onto a hill, cutting into a hill. And it basically bent the front of that bar up and snapped the weld, okay? So what I had to do was I had to cut that bent piece out and I'm carrying around a, a scrap piece of bar that I can keep cutting chunks off to replace that little chunk. So essentially the whole bar is there except for the front part where um, it bent up. So I cut it out and I cut another piece that was exactly the same size. That way I could fit it in there and I, I welded it again. And um, I was using a different welding rod. I think I was using a 7013 rod, I think it was. And so a 7013 rod is a good weld, um, but it, it's not a the penetration on it it's not a deep weld it's more of a mild weld right it's still a strong weld but
but it's for different purposes, right? You can weld all kinds of things in life. And so you want to use, you know, different things to accomplish your, your projects. So that weld broke. So I welded again with a, I didn't, I couldn't find any 6011 rods on my truck, which I do have. I actually have boxes of them, tons of them. Um, but I didn't have any on the truck when I was out there trying to repair it. So I went ahead and welded it with a um, 7018 rod. Um, and that held up for a while. And that's also a mild or, um, yeah, it's a mild deep, it's not a deep weld, it's a mild penetration weld. And so um, it held on for quite a long time. We got a lot of work done with that. Um, but then it snapped that piece out that I put in place. Like it just, ping! It like just completely snapped the um, the welds. But then again, too, you got to keep in mind that I'm putting a lot of pressure on there. When you're cutting into a hill, you're actually using only the, a corner of the cutting blade. So there's an extreme amount of pressure um, pushing on, you know, one side of the bulldozer at any one time when you're cutting into a hill. So it snapped off. So I did the same thing again, um, tightened up the track by with pulleys. I mean, with the come along in the chain, got it nice and tight. And I cut another piece and I put it in there. But this time I was able to get my um, 6011 rods. I think it's the 532nd rods. They're really thick rods. Um, and the uh, 6011 is a deep penetration weld, right? It's a very deep penetration weld. Um, we're welding at 100 and I believe it's 160 amps um, on my welding machine. I think it's 160, yeah. So that's a, that's a, that's a, powerful weld because <laughs> you're you're welding thick 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 weld um steel right so i went ahead and welded this piece on the new piece with the 6011 rod and i actually welded it instead of having more like small sections i just kind of just welded it across the top the reason for it is because i can still cut the top welds i still never weld at the bottom because if i weld the bottom it's going to be extremely difficult to remove that weld so I doubled up on my weld on the top with the 6011 rod with the new piece I put in and it's been working awesome. I've literally now bulldozed a mile um, on the back side of the property next to the fence line that we're removing. Um, and, and I'm cutting into some big hills, a lot of rock and it's holding up good. So I'm, I'm really, really happy with that. Um, but I do have extra steel in the back of my truck. If I have to, if that piece snaps and breaks out, I can always put another piece in and re-weld it. But majority of the biggest parts of the bulldozing, as far as cutting into the hills, is pretty much done. I mean, we still have to cut more, but majority of the heavy, heavy, most of the biggest work is now completed. Um, I just stayed on the machine nonstop. My back has been killing me because the, you know, obviously heavy machinery like this doesn't have any um, suspension or anything like that. So it's a really rough ride. Um, but I stuck it out. Um, yesterday I worked um, bulldozing until about 2 o'clock until my back couldn't take it anymore. I just had to call it quits because my back was just, it was in pain. It was sore. My lower back, my upper back, plus two of the seat that I'm sitting on is broken. Right, so it doesn't have the supports on the left and right of the seat. It has one big spring in the middle, and that's the only thing holding that seat up. And the spring is left and right and all around, right? There's no supports to keep it, um, you know, going only straight up and down. So I'm constantly trying to balance and keep my balance and support myself while I'm bulldozing. And bulldozing, you're going over rocks, and it's, 
you know, you're bouncing all around and, you know, you're trying to keep yourself steady so you can control your, your machine. So that's kind of my battle I've been fighting for a while now, for the last four or five days. Um, so today I'm taking off from bulldozing. Um, when I get back to bulldozing, I'm going to try to see if I can find some more scrap steel that I have at my house and maybe make a um, repair, maybe repair the, um, the brackets that broke on the seat. That way, I don't have to try to support myself as much um, and have a little bit more comfortable ride. Um, but it's still going to be a rough ride. It's a bulldozer, right? <laughs> so, um, But I was able to basically bulldoze over a mile long of fence line, well, next to the fence line. Um, the two guys that we have working for us um, are working out good. We basically showed them what they need to do and how to do it. And I let them do their thing. And if they needed corrections, I corrected them along the way. Um, you know, and that kind of stuff. And as far as the fence, the old fence line is no longer existent. It is gone. We rolled it all up. We got rid of all the old stuff, all the burnt wire, all the old hog wire. There was just tons of wire that was just there from over the years from making patches, just trying to keep things, you know, going to keep the cattle in. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. And so um, all the fencing is gone. Um, all the T-posts are gone. The only thing that's left right now is the wood post that are that <clears throat> it's Kiave post. So here locally we have Kiave, which is a very dense, hard, hard wood. And so a lot of ranches, including us, we use Kiave posts a lot of times because it'll last really, really long. I mean, decades and decades um, before it starts to even come close to rotting. Um, so, but with the new fence line, we're actually using new fence posts. Um, galvanized and wood posts that are pre-made already that we had to treat with um, a waterproofing agent for the bottom of it that's going to get buried in the ground so some of the wood posts will stay the existing wood posts we're going by checking them all to see if any of them are rotten or loose and if those are rotten or loose we're yanking them out and we're putting new in um, but for the ones that are in good shape that are nice and solid not rotten we're leaving them um, so I do need to still widen that one mile long um, section that I bulldoze next to the fence line. I need to widen it so that way we can, you know, we don't have to drive on a one lane. I can make a two or three lane, right? You know, I can widen it pretty wide. Um, so I did the first pass on the back side and the front side of that one mile I have already widened. So basically there's about half of it that still needs to be widened. Um, but at least I made my first pass through and, you know, cut through all the major hills and rocks and stuff like that. So, yeah, we definitely got some progress made. Um, but today I'm taking off. I got some other things I have to take um, take care of today. Um, but probably not tomorrow, but the following day I'll be back out at the ranch on the bulldozer, cutting more, widening everything up. Um, and then we're going to start cleaning up between the fence posts that we still currently have up. Because when you bulldoze, it's pushing up dirt, pushing up rocks. And so, you know, you, I don't want to bulldoze down the, the wood post, right? So I'm getting as close as I can, but, you know, within reason. So we have to use another machine or the bulldozer to basically back blade and pull all the, you know, the mess out of between the posts. Um, that way we can um, start cleaning everything up and actually get ready to actually put the fencing in. That way it looks really nice and professional when it's done. So a lot of work ahead of us still, but we have a good head start already. Now you can actually drive along the fence line now, which before you could not. Um, so just to kind of recap, back in the day, they didn't bring trucks or anything out there. It was all by hand. You had to, you know, walk 
I mean, it's crazy. You drive as far as you can, and then you would walk your um, fence posts and wire all by, you know, by yourself, manpower. Um, but nowadays we have machines to try to make the job a little bit easier and more efficient. So that's what we're doing, right? So, yeah, we made some really good progress. I'm really, really happy about that. Um, I'm actually going to go ahead and um, check on some of my um, other things I have going on, not at the ranch, someplace else. Uh, make sure all my loose ends are tied up. Make sure there's, um, you know, everything's followed up with. And then I'm going to rest my back probably tomorrow afternoon, get some rest, and then get back out to the ranch and start bulldozing again. So, yeah, one of those things, you know. I'm actually pulling into a, I've actually got the trailer connected to me with the welder on it and everything else on it. So I'm just trying to make sure I don't sideswipe anyone. When you got a really long trailer and a long truck, you got to take wide turns. Just got to make sure you don't hit no one or anything like that. But yeah. Um, oh, and I am taking footage of the progress that we're making from time to time. So I'll try to put a lot of it together in a video once a uh, majority of the bulldozing is done. Uh, then I'll release that video on YouTube. That way everybody can kind of see what's happening. Uh, and then when we actually start doing the fencing part, uh, we'll start videotaping that as a separate video. And um, share that with everyone as well. So, uh, anyway guys, thanks for tuning in. And I'll definitely see you guys on the next one.